Welcome to Pause and Press Play, where you get to pause your life and press play on all of your thoughts, emotions, ideas, and concepts. Thank you for joining this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Kyla Nicole. Well, hello, and thank you so much again for joining in to Pause and Press Play. I hope that you have been enjoying the podcast episodes thus far. I tried to give you guys a little time to kind of figure out what we're doing, who we are, uh, where we're going, and I definitely hope that you've gotten at least a little bit of my heart thus far. So I'm going to jump right into this episode of our continued uh, volume of Half-Baked, and we're going to talk about Half-Baked and Insecure, and this is such a huge topic something that we all really struggle with in so many different areas of our lives. And for sure I do. And I believe that you probably do too. But it impacts us in these areas that we don't either want to admit or think about or even realize sometimes until it comes up. Something that I've been purposing to do in my life is to really identify the root causes of why I feel what I feel and how I can change that area of my life so that it's not taking so much out of me, uh, not having so much power or control over me. And one of those areas that I really had to dig deep and deal with was my insecurities. And let me unpack that for you. So do you ever find yourself frustrated or struggling uh, in the first area, I guess we can talk about as people. Now, a lot of times we have our relationships with people and We think that they're going well, and and most times they are. Typically, we're not struggling with the people that are closest to us, but struggling sometimes with the people that are outside of us. And when seasons change and life transitions, I think that's when your birth insecurities come out. Uh, These insecurities, when I say birth insecurities, are kind of insecurities that you carry around with you that a lot of us say that we've conquered. For example, when we talk about our looks, our height, our body, our hair, our eyes, you know, the physical attributes that we have, these are birth insecurities that somehow we developed along the way, whether they were in grade school, middle school, high school, whether we picked them up from people bullying, or if we just kind of shy away and develop these, these things that are just things to us, they're areas to us, you know, like, for me, I'm, I'm top heavy. And for a very, very long time, I struggled in this top heavy area where, you know, in elementary school, I was like the fifth grader wearing a bra. Seriously. Like I was like a 34B. And at like nine or 10, you think, why do I look so different? And so I kind of grew up with this stigma of, you know, the girl with the fake boobies, right? So in middle school, of course, when boys become mannish, they taunt you about it or they tease you about it. And I mean, that's what happened to me. And then when you get in high school, you know, the world somehow hypersexualizes you and it becomes a thing that, oh, she has these big boobies and it just, it just becomes a thing. So I grew up not really wanting to show a lot of cleavage or wanting to reveal a lot of my chest because I figured they did not need any help. And then somewhere along the way, 
as I began to unpack my insecurities about that and figure out why I felt that way, I, you know, said, this is who I am and I just have to deal with it. I just have to accept it or cut them off. (laughs) And I think that I'm at a place in my life now, of course, where there are body things that I struggle with or that I kind of want to uh, deal with. And I mean, I imagine I either will or I won't. But this is what I mean when I say birth insecurities and things that we carry around with us. It affects us on a daily basis in what we do, how we do it, what we wear. But what happens when those insecurities deviate from our physical attributes to things that we carry on the inside of us? Uh, Recently, I discovered that I had an insecurity that I really never addressed. And I maybe thought I addressed it, but I didn't address it properly. And this is one of the things that is really tricky when it comes to dealing with your insecurities because on the surface level, we think, I addressed that. I dealt with that. So why is it still bothering me? Or maybe I dealt with it and a new situation has come up and now it bothers me more than it did previously. And those are things that they're hidden. They're, they're, they're hidden energy suckers. They're, they're hidden time stealers because you spend all this time and this energy on an insecurity in your head that is really made up, so to speak. Of course, we know that we can't control what people say about us, what people think about us. We can only make sure that what they're saying or thinking isn't true. But in the same token, it concerns us. So for example, or another example, as I mentioned earlier, I struggled with this insecurity and I didn't really realize I struggled with it as much. I pride myself on authenticity and walking out my life with purpose and just being sure that who I display is is who people see me as. And that is a really interesting thing when you say that and you're a public figure or you're in the media, um, because then there's this whole thing of self-preservation. So it's like, although I want to be transparent as possible, there's a certain level of me that is hidden from people on the outside that don't know me. So the people in close proximity know everything about me, you know, flaws and all open book. Um, They get to witness and see things that maybe the public, they don't really get to partake of as much, you know, Um, the public gets to interact with me on a professional level. They get to, see the accolades and the accomplishments. And then there are times where I definitely share my struggles and I'm transparent with the people, but it's nothing compared to what my closest friends, my spouse, my kids will witness. And truth be told, your family, your friends, I mean, that's your first ministry. That's the first thing that people, if they ask how you are, they're going to ask your closest friends or your family members. And the people closest to you should be the people that get all the love from you, all the honesty from you, not the people on the outside. And this goes to say the same truth that 
if I am dealing with something, my inner circle is going to know before the public, right? I mean, I would hope to think so. But in these particular cases, we find that sometimes, especially now in this world of social media, where the public gets everything first, and then the family gets everything last. And that's kind of a deal. So for me, I realized, you know, of course, I can't control these people. I can't make them think this of me or whatever the case is. However, I began to notice that I was starting to feel some kind of way or question in my mind, well, exactly what do these people think of me? And I had to ask myself, why does this even matter? These are people that I don't know. There are people that who don't intimately know me. I don't do anything for them. They don't do anything for me. I mean, outside of a social media interaction, I probably don't know much about them. They don't know much about me. Um, We are just kind of touching fingertips. And I realized that in us touching fingerprints, I wanted to know how these people felt. I wanted to know, well, what did so-and-so say to them about me? I wanted to believe that, is there an issue possibly because I made someone else upset? Are they going to treat me differently? Are they going to believe what this other person says? And I mean, all of these ideas and these fears and these worries just kind of crept up on me. And I didn't know where they came from. I said this is new because I never used to feel this way. I was this person who always said I could care less what someone says or thinks about me because I know my heart. I know me and the people closest to me know me. But what happens when you start to wonder and question, do the people closest to you really know you? Do the people closest to you, will they defend you or go to bat for you? Of course you think they will. But they will as long as everyone else is kind of going with you, if that makes sense. So I started to examine my circle because I started to run into situations where people that I loved and I was close to, that I thought always would have my back, that would never change on me that I had equity with, history with, you know? I began to notice that all of that was fine and dandy until. And when I say until, I mean, I guess you can fill in the blank. Until everyone else goes against you, until you start to think differently than what they thought, until your seasons change, your life changes, until... Until, and it rocked my world, guys. It, it birthed this insecurity in me that I didn't even see it coming. Because I found myself questioning who was real, who was fake. How was I going to convince someone? Would I have to defend myself? I mean, just all these different things, and it stressed me out. It took me to a place that I didn't want to go to. Um, I had lots of tears. 
I felt very paranoid. I felt very empty. And I had to stop and search myself and say, what ingredient am I missing here? What what is keeping me from really, really dealing with it? And I realized that essentially somewhere along the way, I had become people bound. My insecurities left me half-baked, that I was walking around as this confident person with high self-esteem that loved everything about everything, but yet I was still internally battling, well, who am I? Who am I to the point where someone could potentially change their thought of me and, and I would let it bother me? But I realized I would only let it bother me because I was insecure. That I would let it bother me because for some reason or some way, I just wasn't settled in who I was as a person, what I believed I was capable of, what I believed was true about myself. A lot of times with our insecurities, we have them essentially because we are unsure we we don't trust ourselves. You know, we don't trust that there's the possibility that maybe, just maybe what they're saying could be true. Maybe they're seeing something that I don't see. Maybe I did something or they caught me on a bad day or or something of that nature. And really, really the issue is that we live our lives in such perfection. We have this image of ourselves that we are supposed to be great all the time. And this, this imperfect image that we have of ourselves is, is why we have such a large pool of insecurities. We are not yet sure. You know, it's like the person who has to dress provocatively all the time to potentially get attention is that way simply because They don't believe that if they were fully dressed, that they would stand out. They don't think that if they, for some reason, walked out of the house with clothes on, no makeup, and were actually bummy by their definition, the person of their dreams would notice them. We get insecure about that because we don't believe it. And so I realized for myself, I would possibly be insecure if someone said, oh my gosh, she always has something going on or she's just so over the top or she's just so extra because there was a little ounce of me that said, what if that's true? And if this is true, does this mean that everyone sees me this way? And bigger than that, I am unable to accept that I am this way. And so this breeds this insecurity in us. I know it did for myself. You know, it was almost like back in school when when people would make fun of my chest, I would say, wow, you know, would it be different if I was less busty? If I did wear cleavage, would I be projected as this, this person that could be out there? That That made me insecure. And so... I had to go through and unpack all my insecurities. 
And I did that by really, really getting to the root of where my insecurities were and why I had them. Did I put those insecurities on me or did other people put those insecurities on me? I had to go back and check my database to find out if if what they're saying is true. So have I not received any positive attention in regards to this situation? Did I do something wrong? Did I did I mess up? I had to see myself as the as the human that I am instead of seeing myself as this perfect person that had to always be on top, that had to always be the life of the party, that had to always be out here uh, 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 accomplishing and, and, and just living. I had to see myself beyond that and know that, okay, it is not always going to be peaches. You're not always going to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. Yes, you are very loud, but people love you. Because of that's who you are. You're not being loud because you want attention or you're not craving for people uh, uh, satisfaction. I had to go through these things and really figure out, okay, who's Kyla Nicole? Is she all these things that people think when people say, well, she's just mean and she don't have it or she's selfish or or, or I can't believe she said this or did this. I had to really stop and say, did I even say that or do that? Who have I been mean to unduly? Have I justified negative behavior? I had to go through and face my insecurities. And a lot of times we still have those insecurities because we have yet to face them. Because we have yet to look into the mirror and say that if I do have these things, Does this make me less of a person? Are these things that I can change? Will this thing impact my relationships, my job, my everything? I had to go through and and do that. I had to answer the hard questions for myself before I could allow anybody else to give me those answers. Because those are real insecurities. I had to really say to myself that, you know what? I'm okay. I'm not perfect. Yes, I do this, this, and this, but no, I do not do that, that, or that. And I had to say that the people that know me, love me, that are close to me are going to be okay. And if they're not, then that's not the person that God has put in my life. And you know what? That is okay. That everyone's not going to like me. Everybody's not going to be for me. Everybody's not going to clap for me, even if I clap for them. And that is okay. I had to get to a place of understanding that my life is my life. And people may not understand my journey. They may not understand why I do what I do, why I give what I give, why I have what I have. And that's okay. The biggest blessing in having the insecurities that have come out was saying that it is okay. Because for a long time, I didn't accept that. For a long time, I didn't, I did not want to hear it's okay. I wanted it to be great. I wanted it to be good. And finally, I came to this conclusion that it's okay. I took the pressure off myself. 
I realize that insecurities may be like onions in our lives. We may have this outer shell and as we peel and as we grow and as we cut, there are layers and layers to life. There are things that are laid upon us that we have not even grasped the concept of yet. There are issues that arrive in our lives that we have not even arrived to deal with yet. Every day we're constantly learning and growing and being. And that is going to produce new areas in your life for you to tackle. So how can we walk through this life thinking that we're perfect and judge and talk about others when we haven't walked in certain shoes? When we haven't dealt with certain issues, when we haven't had to overcome all of these different things, I believe this is why we have, you have to let people live their life in the way that they have it because everyone's journey and path looks so different. But your insecurities are your insecurities. You can't project that upon somebody else. Their insecurities are there because you have yet to deal with them and address them because you're half baked in that area. So for me, I had to learn to deal. I had to get to the root of it. And it is not an overnight process, of course. It takes time. But I promise you, when you deal with them and you become so free and you accept who you are and accept the things in which you literally cannot control or change, your life begins to make sense and you begin to walk around with a new awareness of your life and you begin to walk in this purpose and this authenticity and be transparent for real. You're not just screaming transparency. You're not just screaming empowerment. You're not just screaming authenticity. You've worked hard to to display this. Your life speaks for itself. You want to walk into a room and your light be so bright that people just look and say, man, it's something about her without you having to open your mouth and explain what it is that's so different about you. This is how I see myself. This is how I want to be seen. And this is the thing that I work towards every day. If I miss the mark, sure. I don't get it right all the time. But I realized that I was half-baked in this area, and if I added some more ingredients, I could fully bake a cake. So the next time you're thinking and you're dealing and you're struggling with these areas that you're insecure in and you're unpacking them, Ask the hard questions. Who, what, when, where, why? Did I do this? Did someone else do this? Is this weight on me? Is this something that I am struggling with? Where did it come from? Why do I feel like this? How do I get rid of this? Because the moment that you can deal in truth and transparency about your insecurities, the closer you'll be to walking in your authenticity. So, until next time, Remember to pause and press play. Pause on your emotions. Press play on your thoughts and concepts when it comes to the area of you being insecure. And figure out how to address them. Figure out how to work through them and navigate through them. Because you'll be a much better person for it. So, until next time, just pause and press play. (laughs) 